are member states in the East African community willing to trade their sovereignty for the benefits of integration. Good morning, Africa. Welcome aboard your Pulse and Everything Business in Africa. I am Ruth Adong. For more, follow us on Twitter at The K Financial, and you can find me at Ruth Adong. The East African community is beset by all manner of trade wars. Trade conflicts in the region include border closures and new non-tariff barriers cropping up every day. Outside looking in, East Africa community states look like they are undermining their own integration agenda. Kenya has been reluctant to open its market to manufactured products from Uganda, and more recently, borders between Uganda and Rwanda have been shut since February 28, 2019. Dr. Isaac Shinyekwa, Department Head of Trade and Regional Integration at the Economic Policy Research Centre, answers the question, are the states still interested in the benefits of integration? Let me tell you, we have to make a choice. You can't eat your cake and have it. If you're going to into regional integration, then you have to secede some of your powers, like the European Union has. If the European Union, like the Commission, takes a decision, then all the countries are bound by it. But now we have an ESC secretariat, which is just a secretariat. And when you read your treaty, we have these phrases, the partnership shall cooperate on this, the partnership shall cooperate on this, just cooperate on it. These, some things are not definitive. We have to revise the treaty. If we want to really integrate and, 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 and make some things mandatory and make some things, uh, we take punitive actions if somebody is not abiding. But as of it, it is, as, as, uh, uh, um, as of now, it, some things are just, we need to cooperate. We, we understand these are sovereign states. But if you're going to regional integration, have it fully. Because it comes with the consequences of losing some so sovereign power. Mediation has been on the table for the longest time. Why are we not seeing any breakthroughs? But there are ways to handle this through the, the council. There's a, there's a committee for, I think, finance, trade, and, and industry at the ESA level. These issues can be, can be mediated um, through these uh, uh, frameworks that exist within the ESC. So we shouldn't be crying, but we should be talking. Now, the challenge is the law sometimes is weak. In the European Union, people take you to the court, and uh, you, can, you are supposed to pay damages. Our arbitration systems are still weak. A country being sovereign can take its own decisions, and uh, the redress systems are not so strong. I'll just give you an example. If we had the court and we said, hey, Rwanda, open your borders because we, are, we have a law, for the ESC, we have, we have a treaty. Okay, and, and Rwanda says, I'm not going to open. Are you going to, who, who's going to police? Who's going to, to force them to open the what? The, the borders. Are you going to use an army? Are you going to use what? So we, it goes, goes back to when these leaders of ours sign agreements, they should know what they're going into. When you sign an agreement, please are there to eat. Don't wake up one day and close the border and say, oh, say you're not selling here your sugar. You know, so, so, we want integration, but we don't fully understand what it means to integrate. Because integration simply means say give and take. You have to give something and also take something. And there are losers and winners in this whole thing. But when you do a cost-benefit analysis mm. and you find at the end of the day, you, 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 your, your, your balance is, is on your side, you're giving something. That was Dr. Isaac Shinyekwa, Department Head of Trade and Regional Integration at the Economic Policy Research Centre. 
and a look at some of the other stories making it into the podcast. Tanzania's Central Bank has announced intentions to launch its Central Bank digital currency amid the global rise and increasing adoption of cryptocurrencies. The country's Central Bank governor, Professor Florence Luoga, also mentioned that the Central Bank is currently strengthening the knowledge and capacity of its offices on digital currencies as part of the preparations in anticipation of the launch. Additionally, the governor revealed that they are still researching cryptocurrencies and they will issue regulations once the research is complete. The bank in November 2019 warned the public to be cautious when trading in cryptocurrencies, saying they are not authorized in the country. The remarks by the central bank come after the country's president, Samia Suluhu, told financial chiefs to prepare for cryptocurrency, saying the age of crypto and blockchain are dawning as she urged her country to pave the way for change. Central Bank of Kenya has left its benchmark interest rate unchanged at 7% during its November 2021 meeting for the 11th time in a row as widely expected. Policymakers noted that inflation edged down to 6.5% in October as the government's efforts to stabilize retail fuel prices have started to have an impact and is expected to remain within the central bank's target range of 2.5% to 7.5%. Meanwhile, economic growth rebounded strongly in the second quarter of 2021 as activities resumed following prolonged lockdowns in the previous period to curb the spread of coronavirus. Central Bank Governor Njoroge says leading indicators point to a continuing recovery in the second half of the year and growth is projected to remain strong in 2022. And a look at the markets, the Johannesburg Stock Exchange All Shares Index rose over 1.5% to around 69,731 on Monday, recovering from a 3% plunge on Friday after hospitality shares fell sharply on the news a host of countries would ban travel from Southern Africa. At the same time, though some relief, as President Cyril Ramaphosa said South Africa will keep its lockdown restrictions unchanged at level one. The government is instead proposing a much more vigorous vaccination campaign to increase uptake while mandatory vaccines may also be an option if the situation worsens. Furthermore, the World Health Organization stated that Omicron symptoms appear mild, while Moderna has said they expect to have a tweaked version of their vaccine available in 2022. Cocoa futures on the International Commodities Exchange retreated to below 2300 and 50 US dollars, the lowest since July 23rd, amid heavy selling pressure as investors worry that the new Omicron COVID variant, first identified by scientists in South Africa, could weigh on the global economic recovery. Also, favorable rains in top grower West Africa boosted optimism of larger yields, which further pressured the prices. Elsewhere, the international cocoa organization ECO in its third quarterly report showed that although grindings increased significantly in Europe, that is 8.7% year-on-year in Europe, 3% in South Asia, and 6% in North America, they are insufficient to absorb the excess production, while it estimates the world cocoa production to go up by 10% to 4.7 million tons at the end of 2022-2023. WTI crude rebounded 5% towards $72 per barrel on Monday as traders covered shorts amid speculation of an aggressive response from OPEC Plus to counter downward price pressures from the Omicron. Oil prices crashed more than 10% on Friday as the new variant added to concerns of a 
projected inflated crude surplus early next year after the release of stocks by oil-consuming countries. OPEC Plus moved its meeting from today to Thursday to give themselves more time to evaluate the impact of Omicron on the global economy and fuel demand, with markets speculating on a potential pause to output increases. OPEC Plus has been releasing 400,000 barrels per day of oil per month while winding down its record cuts from last year. Thank you for waking up with us. Good Morning Africa is a product of the K Financial. And if you have any suggestions or you want to check out more stories, visit our website. That is thekfinancial.com. And don't forget to subscribe. You can also find us on all social media platforms at The K Financial. And you can find me on Twitter at Withadon.